Hello and welcome to Colin Bradley Artcast. I'm Stephen Bradley. And I'm Colin Bradley. Welcome everyone to episode 44. How are you? I, w- I always w- I'm all right. I always wonder every week because I, I can never remember. I, thought, I hope Stephen remembers what number it is. Well, you, you remember last week. I wasn't quite sure when we were in the actor centre. I said 40 and you went three. You, you were on it. I was, I was on the ball last week though. I was, I was full. Of, I, I was in the zone last week. I was really excited. That was fantastic. <laughs> I really enjoyed that. Yes, yes. It was all right, wasn't it? Yeah, I loved the ambient noise in the background. That was that was cool. Little chitter chatter chitter chatter chitter chatter chatter. Yeah, it was very atmospheric, wasn't it? When it came it was, out, when yeah. I heard it. We have to do it again sometime. Yes, yes. I'm well, all right, Steve. I'm asking you a question. How are you? I'm all right. I'm okay. Cracking yeah. on. Yeah, busy as normal. Trying to squeeze everything into my life. Yeah, we, we've only got a few days left of your play, which, we, incidentally, I've got to tell everybody, I told them last week I'd let, you, let them know. It was great. I really enjoyed it, and uh, I, I'd like to see more of that sort of thing from you. Yes. Classical Thank work. You. That's the answer. Classical. Not, you're not the only one that said that. Uh, I know, I know. I, you, you had some good reviews, didn't you? Yes. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Let's get on. Okay, so let's start with uh, question number one from Sam. And Sam says, Hello, Colin. Love the site. Never dreamed that I would look at pastel as a potential medium. Thanks to you, I can say I'm actually looking forward to trying the pastel pencil. In regard to the colour shaper on your site, how are they cleaned? For instance, if you use it for a sky in the picture... Would it, it would still have the colour on it, so it would smudge in the colour of the sky onto the tree or building or whatever you went onto afterwards, right? Can they be mm. cleaned in a way that you could just use one colour shaper for your entire painting? Thanks, Sam. Yeah, absolutely. It's a good question. Quite a lot of people mention that. And I must be when I first had the colour shapers in, I asked the manufacturers. Um, you know, what, what do you use to clean it with? Oh, well, you just use soap and water, you just run it under the tap and so on. I thought, oh, okay. Well, I, I did that when I first started off, but really I didn't find that work very well. And the other thing is, because Sam's quite right, if I'm doing a picture and I'm working on the sky and I'm, then I want to immediately do something on the tree or a building or whatever, I've got to keep washing it off all the time, unless I buy half a dozen of them. And that's okay, but, you know, that's a bit pricey and, quite honestly, unnecessary. So I, one day I just used my thumb, used my finger in the thumb. I thought, my God, that comes off well. In fact, it was better after I'd used that than I did when I done it under a tap. Uh, I think it's something to do with the oil of your finger. You know, when you when you rub it and you rub the pastel off, yeah, you you have a, a really good effect on the uh, uh, on the colour shaper. And I've been doing that ever since, and that's going back about four or five years now. Right, and that's all I do. And I never I never worry if I need it for another colour. I just rub it with my finger. I've, actually, if people have seen the member site and the, many, many times, I actually do it on camera. Oh, right. I yeah. show them that I'm doing it. Yeah. So they can see me. Well, there's a, there's a video on YouTube of you demonstrating the colour shaper, and I'm sure you clean it during that video. Oh, so I'm sure I do, yeah. If people yeah. want a demonstration of how to use the colour shaper, then go over to YouTube, mm-hmm. youtube.com slash Colin1940. Just while we're on to that, Steve, the other paper blender that we don't use an awful lot, I must admit now, the colour shape has really taken over. 
Um, but one of the problems we had with the colour with the paper blender is how do you clean it? Yeah. And of course, it's made of very stiff cardboard, isn't it? Yeah. And really, the answer to it is I actually don't clean that off. What I do is when I finish using it, I rub it on other paper, just, you know, a bit of spare paper I've got, usually pastel paper, a bit of spare pastel paper, and I rub it on that until it becomes clean and then carry on. And I found by doing that, the end hardens right off. It's, you know, instead of just being, like, fluffy at the end, it becomes very hard. Yeah. And that actually works better. All right. Uh, you know, for, for, the, for the blending than the, um, than the uh, you know... Keep cleaning it off. You almost, I mean, how, how would you clean it? You wouldn't wash it, would you? You couldn't wash well, cardboard. You're almost filing it down, aren't you? Uh, uh, no, no, you're not really more than that, Steve. You're actually uh, push, pushing it together, like compressing it. Yeah. If you imagine the end of the, cut, of the paper blender and, and you're compressing it all the time, it's getting harder and harder and harder. So you're not actually taking anything off of it. It's just becoming compressed. Yeah. And it works better. And the ones I've got now, uh, after many, many years of wear, they are really good for that. But as I say, I don't use it very often. And uh, it's something that is useful, and I've always got it around. Yeah. Okay. Excellent. Thanks for that, Sam. And the next one is from Brian. Hi, Colin. Received your workshop of the Kingfisher. All okay as usual. It is helping me back to uh, helping me back to painting after a long spell in hospital. I think I've overworked the tree stump. Can you advise? So mm. there's a picture he's attached with this. Unfortunately, we can't show because we're on podcast. Um, <laughs> but no, what what happens is the tree stumps are pretty tricky subject anyway. That uh, it's the tree trump. Uh, that we have on the member side. Um, and the, the difficulty is you keep going in with darker and darker colours, starting with the sort of medium colours, and then you go darker and darker and darker, and in the end you end up with a black blob on the paper. You know, it's just no... Um, because you've gone too far. And the only way out... Well, there's two ways out. You could rub it out, which is really counterproductive, to be honest. So the best way of doing that is to use a putty rubber. And I've mentioned this before, when you over, overwork any, any, it doesn't have to be a tree stump, it could be any pastel picture you're doing, if you overwork the trees, you can just compress the putty rubber onto the paper. Don't rub it, you just press it on and take it off and keep doing that and you'll find that you can get rid of, oh, a good 50% or more of the pastel that you put on. Really? Then you can reapply. Now, the beauty of that is because you're not rubbing it off, you're just taking the pastel off. You're not doing any damage to the paper. Yeah, you're not crushing it like you would if you were erasing it. And you're not smoothing it in. You see, you can imagine if you've got all that colour uh, that you put onto a particular subject. Uh, let's, let's take hair, for instance, because that's a nightmare to do with human hair. And if you've got a situation like that where you've overworked that, if you rub that with uh, your rubber to rub it off. You're not only are you uh, ruining the the effect of the um, the subject, but you're also uh, starting to wear the paper down because you've already over applied the pastel pencil, so it's already had a lot of punishment. Yeah. And you start doing the rubbing it out as well. By the time you go back to it again to put more colour on, 
you, you haven't got the same surface you had when you started off. So the putty rubber works really well for that because it doesn't do any damage for the paper. You just do the same thing again, just press it on and take it off. It's a very, very good tip that I hope people pick up on that. Right, right, okay. So you find that, what, what are the other main things that you can overwork? I mean... Oh, well, let's go for it. Usually it's things like, well, well animal hair is another thing that you can do. If you were doing something like, uh, let's take the West, West Highland Terrier, that's one, uh, or a Yorkie, where you have lots of hair that you're putting on and you, you, you want to make it, you get it darker and darker and darker until, because you're working from light to dark, generally speaking. Yeah. So you're having to work the dark into the light uh, to, cre- to give the effect of the light coming forward. Not an easy job. And that can result in pancaking of all the colours. And in the end, you get in a real mess. And I say, there's only one way out of it, or two ways out of it. You start again, or you can try the putty rubber test. But the putty rubber test is a very good one. Actually, while we're on that uh, subject, I use the putty rubber not for removing the pastel because I've made a mistake. I like it to remove the pastel for an effect that I create. It works very well in rocks, for instance, where you have a rock. You can Sometimes I deliberately over-apply and then I use the putty rubber just to lift some of that back off again. Yeah. And you get an effect you can't achieve in any other way. Right. Fascinating, isn't it? It's interesting, yeah. What is that? Does that kind of dull down the... the mm. Not dull it down, but, like, uh, make it less, more textured? Yes. Yes, I think the effect is more textured. Yes, that's yeah. right. Yeah. Yes, because you're taking some of the pastel off, but you're leaving the majority of it on there. Yeah. So you've got a kind of effect. As I said, you can't do that with the pastel. You can't sometimes create that effect with the pastel pencil, so you have to do it another way. And it's, uh, it's, a, good, it's a good little tip that, yeah. uh, that uh, people can try it. Okay, good, good, excellent. I expect ourselves a putty rubber to increase in numbers. You know? <laughs> <laughs> no, you can get putty rubbers all over the place. Everyone sells them. The only thing that I have found with some putty rubbers is they're sticky. Uh, probably some of the listeners would have already found this out. You get some putty rubbers that are really like putty, you know. I don't know if you've ever <laughs> used putty or handled putty. It's very sticky, it is horrible a, stuff. It is a putty rubber. I know it's called a putty rubber, but that's only because it's it's malleable. You know, you can um, knead it. Yeah. But some of them are really are like putty. They come out and they stick to your fingers. Now you can imagine if they stick to your fingers, what they're going to do to your poor old pastel picture. Yeah, yeah. So you've got to be careful there. If you've got one of them, throw it away. Yeah, the one that you sell on the site is a Faber Castell one, don't you? Yeah, the Faber Castell is a is a very good one, and I, I imagine that probably the cheaper ones might be like that. They might have that uh, stickiness. If you feel it and it's sticky, get rid of it. It should be a bit. Um, it, it should be dryish. Yeah, the, the putty rubber. It's got to be. There's certainly got to a certain amount of adhesion to it because it's the whole idea. If you put, if you press it onto the paper, it's got to, the pastel's got to stick to it, hasn't it? Yeah. But there's there's a limit to how sticky you can be. Okay. And you can imagine someone sticking one of those, uh, you know, very, very awful sticky putty-type ones and stick that on, 
lift it off and you've left a whole load of putty all on your picture. You've got to pick it off with a knife or something. To get rid. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you really have ruined your picture then, and I don't think there's anything you do with it. So it is a it is a word of warning. Get the get the best or get the good ones. Right. Good. Excellent. So the next one is from Jessica. And I think we've had a couple more questions from us since about the same subject. So we'll start off with the first one. Hello, Colin. I just posted two more paintings that I, that I did to your Facebook page, the goldfinch and the castle in the snow. Please let me know what you think. I scanned them this time rather than trying to use my camera and it turned out much better. Also, wondering if you might do something with just soft pastel sticks sometimes. I have both the Faber 16 count, which are semi-hard, and the beautiful Paris collection from... Uh, Sennelier? Sennelier, yeah. Sennelier? Yeah. That I have bought about a month ago, but I'm not too sure how to attempt to pitch with them, so I was hoping, uh, so I was wondering if you might be able to show me. I've attempted to look on the internet for some tutorials, but no one teaches like you do, and therefore I haven't found anything too helpful yet. Thanks in advance, Jessica. So, would you do a picture in soft pastels? Uh, the answer to that is probably not, no. Um, the, the, the reason I won't do it is because they are extremely difficult to use. Right. Now, I've done a few pastel pictures myself. I've done a sunset. I might actually, Steve, having said no to it, if we choose the right subject, it probably we could get away with it. And the reason I'm being a bit hesitant is that pastels generally, soft pastel generally, uh, needs an impressionistic touch. You have to think outside the box, which is a common expression these days. Yes. If you look at the kind of work that we do, of the animals and the landscapes that we do, there's no way you could do that in soft pastel. It just won't work. You haven't got the control over it, for one thing. It's soft, too soft to another. So you couldn't do it. Uh, the only way you could do it would be to change the ideas that you have about the pastel pencil and, you know, the way we do it. So it has to be a more impressionistic. give you an idea of uh, what I mean is when we do the tiger cub background, I did uh, that as for YouTube as well as the, um, you know, uh, the DVD. And that was a was very, very difficult. I, people have tried it and failed miserably at trying to put that background on. And that's simple compared yeah. with what pastel is all about. Pastel is it's very messy for one thing. You know, yeah. you get it all over your hands, all over your face and all over everywhere. <laughs> it just, you know, when you, when you blow it off, it goes everywhere, clouds of dust. Can you imagine the problems of trying to create uh, and control it? Yeah. Uh, so it is difficult, and uh, they do sell a great many pastels, but I tell you what, there's probably two-thirds of them are still in the boxes people have tried and put them away again because they do not have any... Uh, they're not easy for an amateur painter to use. Is it a quite unforgiving medium as well? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, so you can't, it, you can't yeah. control it and manipulate it and lift it off and do all these things that we were saying with pastel pencil that, you know... You can't do it. You can't do it. You can, you can actually remove it because you can rub it out. But that's not that's counterproductive. You start doing that and, oh, that's not working, I'll rub it out. Oh, that's not working, I'll rub it out. You end up rubbing out. Um, and it, it doesn't... That doesn't bode well for confidence. So my really... Uh, the only thought I had there was, yes, we could do a sunset using pastels, just soft pastel. Yeah. 
Right. And if anybody would like for me to do something like that, I will. It would be um, a very impressionistic. I've got to tell them before they start, if anybody doesn't like impressionism, forget it. A little bit like, you know, the uh, Renoir we did a little while ago. Yes. I yes. did that in pastel pencil. Now, that kind of thing possibly could be done in soft pastel. Okay, yeah. But it would be different to the Renoir that I did. Yeah, more that, impressionistic. Because the original was an oil. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, if people want to see that, because we only do it if people want to see it, um, get yeah. in touch. That's the point. You know, we have the... Um, we have a, a lot of members and a lot of people following us uh, on YouTube, on the member site, and on the podcast. And if if I do something like that, it's got to be something that everybody would want to do. You know, you can't just you can't unfortunately just do it for, for, for one or two people. It's got to be something more general than that. Yeah. Uh, but it is interesting and it is fascinating to do. And yeah. uh, I would like to do it. And um, coming back to the reason why you don't see much information about it is because it is too hard to teach. Yes. Very, very difficult to teach somebody to do it. Um, people have probably found out when they see me do the, the background, think, oh, well, it's all right for you. You know, you're, you can do it. I can't do this. I can't manage it. Uh, but I, yeah. I've got to say that the, the members are surprising me. We only got to look at Facebook to see how good some of them are. Yeah. And, uh, and some of them have been done in in soft pastel too. So yes, exactly. You know, yeah. So it got, can be done. Well, yeah, it can be done. So the next question that Jessica's got is: if you could mention the types of paper you'd recommend for semi-hard pastels like Faber versus the paper that might be best for the extra soft pastels like the Sennelier's. Mm. Uh, well, I would definitely wouldn't use the Ongre paper for paper for soft pastel at all. The Ongre is ideal for pastel pencil, and it's okay for the Faber polychroma sticks. They work, they work okay on it. But really, if you're going to go down the soft pastel route, you really go soft pastel paper. I think the best uh, advice I can give, really, is to go into your local retailer and discuss it with them. Right. They, they've got a whole range. Uh, I was in Hobbycraft the other day, and there's dozens and dozens of papers, uh, that, and they would recommend it. But I don't think I'd go down on grey. On grey is too fine, perfect for pastel pencil, but it's not for uh, soft pastel. It tends to take off, it skim off the surface. It's got to be a little rougher. Right. Okay. Canson Meton might well work. That's a very popular paper. It doesn't work for pastel pencils. You've got little bubbles all over it. But with soft pastel, because the pigmentation is stronger, it could work for that. And the other thing that people use is the, um, the uh, can't remember what it's called now. Ah, it, it'll come to me. Colour Fix is one, another one, just thinking about it, just going through my mind. That's popular as well, Colour Fix. Yeah. Yes, and that's, uh, it's got a, like a, almost a sand, very fine sand papery surface. That would work very well with soft pastel. Okay. But I still can't think of this other one. And I'm sure people out there know what I'm talking about. Okay. Great. Excellent. All right. Well, let's hope so. Um, <laughs> Sorry about that. If I think of it, I'll, I'll let you know okay. as we go through the programme. I'm getting old, Steve. Got to accept this. All right. Well, you say as we get through the programme, that's the last question for this week. <laughs> Is it? Oh. Yeah, so. <laughs> Just as well, then. 
so um, well, I'm, I'm I'm sorry, I can't I can't think of it. Um, okay, it's on, it's on the tip of my tongue. Okay, so uh, any updates of what we got? We're obviously doing the the ferret and the uh, Romney Church snow scene are, are going on the member site. Uh, you're working on. Uh, I'm working new... on a new one, a new animal one, and we're also working on, funny enough, a, a, a sunset for the pastel pencil. Yes. I won't reveal any more than that, but that's what I'm no. doing, a sunset. It's not for soft pastel. This is a pastel pencil sunset, which is a very pretty, very quick one. It's not going to take very long to do at all. It's one of my little quickie ones. Good. It's, all, it's one up from an exercise, I think, we can term it, but it is a, it is a picture. Yes. Uh, so I've got two pastel pencil pictures sort of on the pipeline, on the chocks. Yes. Ready to go. Yes. And uh, quite a lot of lined up for next year as well. And I've got uh, different things I want to do. There's always a backlog, as you know. Oh, um, yeah, get, get tons of requests. So uh, hopefully we'll be fulfilling some of those requests for next year. I hope so. So uh, people can learn how to, to draw those subjects. Okay. Brilliant. Well, uh, I suppose as we're here, I'll plug. Uh, we mentioned that um, people are posting their work on Facebook. So if you want to post your picture on Facebook, you can uh, like Dad's Facebook page, which is facebook.com slash Colin1940. And what else have we got? Uh, I can tell you one thing, Steve. I, I remember Jessica mentioned that she scans her pictures in rather than photographs. And yes. Actually, if people can do that, it's far, far better. You get a better image yes. if they scan it into the computer and then um, post it. Yes, yeah, you and do. You just, just a point. And I'm sure people would realise if they looked at the pictures on the, on the uh, Facebook page... The, where people post their pictures, they can see the difference between a photo- photograph and uh, a scanned picture. Yeah, there is a big difference. Mm. Uh, also, then, if anyone out there wants to become a member who isn't a current member of, of Dad's website and um, wants to become a member, then they can go to uh, www.colinbradleyart.co.uk and uh, they can sign up there. And uh, if you want to purchase any of the materials that we've said today, or any of the workshop shop, uh, workshop packs like the Kingfisher that uh, Brian uh, was was working on, then you can purchase those uh, via Dad's online shop, which is colinbradleyartstore.co.uk. That's it. And that's it. So um, Okay. All right, then. Well, let, let's call it a day. Hello. So, where are we going to be next week? Are we going to go somewhere exotic? Or are where we are we? Back to <laughs> <again>? <laughs> uh, I wish. That'd be nice. <laughs> Um, no, I don't know. We'll probably be. Well, where, what will be? I think I might be down next. Uh, maybe I'll be down next week. Don't know. Oh well, uh, well, it, whatever it is, it's going to be interesting. It's good that we see. I mean, I know people look at this and think, well, we're not face to face, but we actually are face to face, aren't we? We can see each other. Each other. The power of technology. Screen. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> and, uh, it, it's uh, it's almost as good. Not quite as good, but almost as good. Almost as good. Yes. Okay, anyway, let's call it a day. Thanks, everyone, for listening. I'm Steve Bradley. And I'm Colin Bradley. Enjoy your week. week. Oh, Steve, I remember what that uh, paper was now. It's called Velour. Velour? Velour, yeah. It's ideal for soft pastel. I don't like it for pastel pencils, although some people do. Okay. Oh, well done. That's a good time, wasn't it? Yeah, I'm not as old as I thought I was. (laughs) 